Hollowbone Podcast. I'm Henry. I'm Bird. And this is Bailey. Today we're going to be talking about the greatest joke they never told. So I want to kick this off with a, a, a chapter from Herman Melville, uh, Moby Dick, called The Hyena. So this is so there's some old English in here, so I'll, I'll try and take my time so everybody can follow along. There are certain queer times and occasions in this strange mixed affair we call life when a man takes this whole universe for a vast practical joke, though the wit thereof he but dimly discerns and more than suspects the joke is at nobody's expense but his own. However, nothing dispirits and nothing seems worthwhile disputing. He bolts down all events, all creeds and beliefs and persuasions, all hard things visible and invisible. Never mind how Navi, as an ostrich of potent digestion, gobbles down bullets and gun flints. And as for all small difficulties and worryings, prospects of sudden disaster, peril of life and limb, all these and death itself seem to him only sly, good-natured hits and jolly punches in the side bestowed by the unseen and unaccountable old joker. That odd sort of wayward mood I'm speaking of comes over a man only in some time of extreme tribulation. It comes in the very midst of his earnestness, so that what just before might have seemed to him a thing most momentous now seems but a part of the vast general joke. There is nothing like the perils of waiting to breed his free and easy sort of general desperado philosophy, and with it now regarded this whole voyage of the Perquad, Perquiad, and the great white whale, its object. So, what that's kind of like alluding to, um, you know, in the in the in the in the journey of that book, the white whale being what appears to be something huge that he is basically encountering to to kill. And the, the, the interesting thing about that is, and, and the joke, the cosmic giggle, if you will, is that what dawns upon you upon a certain like point in this journey is that this, this huge thing that you once considered to be everything uh, being like everything that 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 made up your story is in, in just like a moment of perfection. It's seen to be for what it is, and in that moment, there's like this witnessing of something that is. It's the greatest joke that they never told, and the greatest joke that they never told was you. It's your story of who you thought that you were. And in that moment, it's kind of like, um, it's like the universe is laughing with you, at you, and at your expense. Mm. And I think that, you know, there, there, there definitely, for me, in my experience, was a, a single moment of that, and then there was kind of like a further unraveling of that thing like it's it doesn't tend to be something that's done in one fell swoop as much as we might like that you know yeah. like that that character as long as it's taken you to build it's going to take a little time typically for it to 
be seen in, in all of its like different aspects. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So I had a moment today where Henry and I were walking and we were talking about the, this cosmic joke. And I just like had this sudden dawning, like, Oh my God, I've been the butt of the joke the whole time. <laughs> it's like having like something we were talking about. I was like, staging something where like everybody's in you know those situations where everybody's in on something except one person and then they they figure it out and then everybody's like oh finally like took you long enough yeah i just had this moment today of just like oh yeah i've been the butt of the joke (laughs) (laughs) and it's just like this these per yeah these perfect moments of just grace of life affording a moment of being able to see through yourself long enough or see through something long enough that you can see that yeah you know there is no self there to begin with yeah and i think with this what this really kind of also points to this this may seem a little bit absurd in nature if you come across something like this and you're like wait what you know what i mean um But really, I think what this is pointing to is that there is, there is like a very um, childlike innocence and quality and that humor is a very, very precious gift that lives within the human spirit. And like on a relative level, this is just the willingness to laugh at yourself. Yeah. Because everything can can tend to like, you know, build to these tipping points where everything feels like it's just so serious. But just underneath that, there's like a there is, you know, like what I refer to as the as the Joker that's just waiting there and just being like, hey, you can step out if you want to and we can have a good laugh at this. Yeah. And I think sometimes that takes a little bit longer. Like sometimes there there can be perceived time before it's like oh we can all laugh at this, but it's here in every moment and humor really is like a really precious gift and it's yeah. something that lives in the human spirit and like you've talked about it before that like laughter is a release yeah and like it's, it's like that, that old adage yeah. yeah it's a perfect moment of surrender like, like laughter let laughter be deep, your medicine yeah laughter is such a perfect embodiment of surrender and what it means to let go. And yeah. I know laughter has played like such a, like a deep role in my own process and in moments when, you know, there's something like huge unfolding so often and Henry witnessed one literally today. So yeah. often there's just this moment of just like laughter that like, if you can be with it, if you can be with something so fully, like so often there's like laughter just underneath of it. And like, that's the, right. that's like the breath. Yeah. So laughter important. also too, is like the, like the, the deepest humor that I've found in this experience called life is there's like so many different shades of it, but like the, the deepest laughter that I've found has most typically been through the mouth of madness and at my own expense. Mm. And I think that there is something about madness that, that coincides with humor. Like if you look at even people that are really, that have taken humor on as their occupation, 
the people that are really best at it are basically like modern day jesters. Like mm-hmm. these are people that can basic that can hold up our own distortions and point at them and it's not to like make fun of any certain thing because really when you stand back and look at the whole drama that is human behavior yeah. it's all a little kooky. Yeah. And fucking hilarious. Yeah. And I feel like that Joker energy or just, you know, humor in general is just like, yeah, it's like the ability, it's like a mirror of how ridiculous we all already know that we are. Yeah. But, or, you know, so caught in taking things seriously or being caught in a belief or an identity that we don't want to admit that we're all just like fucking ridiculous. Like this, <laughs> all of this is ridiculous. We're all ridiculous. Yeah. Nobody knows what they're doing. We're all just like fumbling our way through and yeah. just like take like taking things seriously. Yeah. And that's such a. And it doesn't really matter where you fall in this identity spectrum, but if you're if you're holding on really really tight to some identity, even if it's one that you feel like you've fought for, there is humor just underneath the surface and like just a willingness to be able to like look at yourself and the, this, the ways that you find yourself like, this is so serious, just underneath that seriousness is like an opportunity to realize that life is a sincere movement. Like there can be like a deep sincerity but there's nothing here that's all that serious. Yeah. And it's like a... It's a playful game. Yeah. And it's an ability or it's a, an opportunity to to like hold something with another and be like, hey, like look at how stupid this is. Yeah. <laughs> like look at how silly these characters are. Like it's okay. Like, yeah. They're all, they're all ridiculous. None yeah. of them, none of them are serious. And I feel like one of the greatest gifts in relationship is to, is to have people around you that are willing to laugh at themselves yeah. and that are also willing to hold up your own distortions and be like, Hey, you're kind of being a little bitch right now. Like, look at this, like laugh at it. You know what I mean? And if, if you can't, then there's probably an opportunity for you there to look at it and be yeah. like, what am I taking so seriously? Yeah. Like, or life? if you have, um, you know, <laughs> if you have a mirror and you find that like, you just get so fired up when somebody is confronting you with something or like when you feel confronted with something, if there's something like to defend, like that's a good indicator to that. Maybe there's, it's an opportunity. It's an indicator that there is an opportunity that's being missed that you could potentially step into and be like, Oh, what am I holding on to here? What, what am I identifying with here? Yeah. And just like actually take a moment to like pause like, oh, is this, is this belief true? Yeah. Or is this just a thought? Yeah. And identity is a big one. I get it. Like, I understand, like, that, that people are very identified with their identity. But, the and, and again, this is not, like, it's not, there's there's nothing in the balance here. It's more just kind of like, it's just an invitation to see that the things that you may be taking very, very seriously in a moment, there could be 
without even having to necessarily throw the whole baby out with the bathwater, like there could be an opportunity to see it in in a different light. Like and humor just sheds this this really sweet light into seeing that life is much more like a dance than trying to get somewhere or be something. It's it's like a it's a sweet it's a sweet play and it kinda has its its ebb and its flow. Yeah, it's like this yeah, laughter is such a beautiful thing, like I because there's something about being very strongly identified where it's just like a clinging and like a clinging, 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 holding, holding, grasping, grasping, and laughter is like Yeah. A moment of like opening your hands. Yeah. And just like ugh. It gets funnier and funnier yeah. too. Like yeah. <laughs> the more that like you find your way down because there's so much like brutal analysis in seeing things the way that they are versus the the way that you've been identifying with them there's like further and further laughter yeah and just ease because you because you can even get caught in the ways that you're trying to unravel identity and then you can you realize just further and further like oh shit it got me again you know and these are just like deeper and deeper opportunities to have a ball yeah moments to like be and be willing to be humble like there have been so many moments in this process for me where it's just like devastation (laughs) but then right on the other side of that devastation if you're paying attention is an opportunity to laugh Mm -hmm. and be like oh okay it's okay like all is well like the laughter is is just you know that life kind of winking like all is well yeah. you know like there's there's always an an essential okayness underneath everything like however difficult or like painful whatever's showing up in life like there's always if you're just like are you able to stop kind of drop in there's always like an essential just okayness like all is wellness yeah and and laughter is such a beautiful portal into that yeah. space of just like, ugh. or like a reminder of that essential okayness. Yeah. Yeah. And, but like, I, I don't know if we talked about this earlier, but it's like the, that moment where it's just, there is like this cosmic giggle when it's really kind of seen and you like see the way, all the ways you've been holding on so tight to all these different, like really it's, you could say it's all these different things, but it's one really big thing yeah and when that thing is kind of seen for what it is there's just like a deep deep belly laughter and that gift just keeps on giving you know yeah yeah it's pretty interesting that you know we like in this negation process so like speaking for myself in this negation process you know you like i've dug stuff up and it all seems like oh here's a belief here's a belief, here's a belief, here's a belief. But then when you really get down to it, there's like a a moment of realizing like, uh, those all have tentacles to back to like a one core belief. Yeah. A core fundamental belief of I. Yeah. Me. Me. And everything stems up from there. And I had a really good moment today of... Being confronted with that, and um, so, the you know, 
Henry and I listen to Adyashanti and Mukti sometimes, and there's been like a a story of his that just like has really resonated with me a lot and that I've kind of carried with me throughout my process of, you know, something about it, like Mukti, you know, Adya has talked about how, you know, the first thing that Mukti said to him when she had, you know, her big shift was that I don't need you for any of this. Mm. And so that's just kind of something that I have carried with me. And I had a moment today of looking in the mirror and, you know, I had always, you know, I had carried that quote with me and thought like, oh, you know, there will be a point where like I can stand up and be like, Henry, I don't need you for any of this. Yeah. But there's this like... Which is also true. Also true. <laughs> yes. That also. But that's what the mind, like my mind was kind of assuming would happen. Yeah. But there is this like really beautiful moment where I was looking at myself in the mirror and that statement arose, I don't need you for any, meaning me mm-hmm. for any of this. And there was just like a deep, deep fundamental realization of like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's juicy. <laughs> and it was like this moment of like, oh, shit, like <laughs> feeling devastated, but then also just like laughter at like, oh, that belief, like there's nothing wrong with that belief in yeah. a self or in a me because that's what makes this thing like so sweet. Yeah. And that's what makes this cosmic joke like worth telling, you know, as if, if there's a pun- punchline, you know? Yeah. And, um, but yeah, it was just like this beautiful moment of like, oh, damn. Yeah. That is like. Oh, that's like the root, yeah, which is so beautiful, and to be able to see through that in a moment, and then feel like a little devastated, like oh, I don't need me for any of this. <laughs> I am not necessary. Oh, me, 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 me. I'm not needed for any of this. I'm not necessary. Mm. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> like this little bit of wallowing, but then like a, no, of course not. Yeah. I've heard this can also come out, like that recognition I've, I've heard can come out in, uh, it comes out typically in, t- in one of two ways, which is like usually just like a full breakdown in tears or laughter. And the funny thing about those is that they're actually not that far they're off. They're not that different. Just as like severe pain can turn into pleasure, like these things are we have them categorized in like these certain places, but really yeah. they're, they're just like a hair's breadth away from each other on like a much, much more fundamental level. Yeah. Which is why, you know, like I, what I was saying earlier is like, I've had so many moments of like having, being in the middle of a total meltdown and simultaneously starting to laugh, like genuinely laugh from my belly and just feeling like, Talk about mad, yeah. you know, talk about madness. It's like those things happening simultaneously. Like that's they're so linked. Yeah, yeah, that's what we call madness. It's so linked. But seeing that there's actually not a difference. Yeah. That they're actually one in the same place. Yeah. Um, and laughter just happens to be like a, I don't know, like an easier way down into it. Mm. But it's all it's all one in the same yeah. So I guess like if uh if all this has sounded like 
weird ass ramblings. I'm not a funny person. <laughs> I wish I was. But the I can greatest to this Henry is not a funny person. <laughs> She's way funnier than I am. Um, but really, like this is a lot, much to do about nothing. And really, the simplest way to put this is that the greatest joke that they never told was you. A fucking man. <laughs> And that one's still, like, it's still settling in because this just, I mean, like, it's one thing to have something yeah. in the mind, like, oh, of course, I, quote, unquote, I don't exist. Yes, I can, I intellectually yeah. know this, but then to have it, like, drop, it's just like, oh, shit, that's a whole <laughs> other ball game. So things are still shifting around. Yeah. But it is, like, it. Yeah, the best joke ever. Ever, never told. History, throughout history. Never told, ever told. (laughs) (laughs) Or. Yep, simultaneously. (laughs) I guess all I got. Yeah, see ya. Have fun.